Chelsea. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, thanks for choosing to listen to me, Chelsea Grace. I hope the next 20 minutes or so brings you on a roller coaster of emotions. Probably not a cool roller coaster like the Millennium Force, but maybe one of those baby ones you see at like traveling festivals, you know, the ones that look like you could probably catch gonorrhea from the seat. Speaking of gonorrhea, so the other day I was minding my own business when I got a cramp in my vagina and I was all like, oh, oh, oh God, why? Why is my vagina cramping? And as I dropped to the ground, rolling onto my back, my friend was all like, Maybe you're having a baby, dude. And I laughed in her face while clutching my cramped vagina. And I was all like, yeah, right, girl. Unless immaculate conception is a thing. And even if it was a thing, like, what are the odds that out of all the beautiful women on the earth with lush, fertile uteruses, my crampy, barren one would be chosen to carry the next baby Jesus? I'd say the chances are probably pretty slim, seeing, seeing as it probably looks like a bat cave. And not Batman's bat cave with like a bunch of cool shit in it, like a zoo exhibit bat cave. Like mostly dry but damp in some places, like crusty shit hanging from the ceiling, and most people can't look at it for too long because it gives them the creeps. And they just want to get through it so they can just move on to the nice furry animals like ponies or billy goats. My eating habits probably aren't up to par either when it comes to choosing someone to grow the Son of God inside them. I mean, the poor guy would be born with a severe addiction to Fry Supreme and beef brisket will most likely have gastrointestinal problems leading to chronic gas. I feel like it would be a situation where God would be standing in front of a crowd and he'd be like, any volunteers to carry my son in their womb? And I'd be like raising my hand all like super eager like, ooh, pick me, pick me, oh God. God, over here. God, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he can clearly see me, but he continues to look around like, anyone? Anyone want to do it? Anyone at all? Anyone? Literally anyone. Anyway, so the actual point of my cramping vagina story was that when my friend made that joke about being pregnant, I stopped to think about it. And that day would have actually been my due date if I had gotten pregnant the last time I had sex. So my mind immediately played episodes of that really scary show on TLC called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. And in case you look too much into things, like the title literally speaks for itself. It's literally about girls who didn't know they were pregnant until they like go take a shit and a human falls into the toilet. So my first reaction was to panic, go grab a mirror and check my vagina for a baby's face peeking out of it. Um, There was not one. And normally I would feel relief upon discovering the lack of signs of human life discharging from my vagina. But I was kind of sad. I was like, I really wanted to act out a really terrible dramatization of my toilet baby on TLC, but apparently everyone on TLC is a child molester, so it's probably for the best anyway. So, okay, not pregnant. Okay, cool. But that means that presently I haven't had sex in over nine months, guys. Nine. Nine months. So I sat on my computer the other day and I did some calculating to figure out like mathematically just how much my life sucks. So nine months is approximately 270 days. There's 365 days in a year. So that means I've only spent 26% of the past year getting laid, which means my life 74% sucks. So like I'm really scared that the phrase, if you don't lose it, 
or sorry, if you don't use it, you lose it, might hold true. And I'm picturing like some sort of sci-fi show where like time travelers travelers enter another dimension and some shit goes down and they need to find the portal to get back before it seals itself shut and they're stuck in that time forever. Like I need someone to just poke my poon, even if it's just a tip, before my vagina lips somehow weld themselves together, leaving just a smooth patch of skin. I'm afraid my vagina will become outdated and appear on an episode of Antiques Roadshow like, hmm, this is a magnificent piece you found here. Tell us a bit about where you found it. Well, Dean, I found it under a pile of cats. At first, I thought it was an old leather wallet, but once I blew the dust off, I saw what I think is an abandoned vagina. Mm, yes, that's exactly what you have here, my friend. If you take a look right here, and then this is where he'd pull out his little wooden pointer thing and he'd motion towards my vagina with it. You can see the circumference is small, which indicates very minimal usage. Oh, wow, that's really interesting, Dean. Yes, it's it's quite remarkable. It's not often I come across vaginas this well-preserved. I think you could make a pretty penny at auction with this antique. For real, man, I feel like that isn't too far-fetched, except I don't think my vagina would actually sell at an auction because I feel like it would give off one of those haunted vibes like creepy china dolls do, and whoever bought it would experience something similar to The Conjuring. It would come alive at night and make people's like genitals fall off or something super scary like that. Sometimes I feel like my vagina and I are conjoined twins. We may be attached to each other, but we have completely different personalities. Like, my vagina doesn't like doing any of the things I like doing. Like, going out, meeting people, being social, eating hot dogs. It would much rather stay home, light a candle, soak in a hot bath, maybe do a crossword puzzle... I'm really going to be a better wingman and really get her out there, you know, show her around, introduce her to a few people. You know what I mean, though? Although I do have an overwhelming fear that it's been way too long since I've had sex that the act of actually having it has somehow like drastically changed uh, since the last time I tried it. Like maybe some new rules have been implemented or something and I'm picturing maybe Having to bow to each other and taking three steps back before you can commence lovemaking. I have no idea what's going on anymore in the world of sex. I think one of the main reasons why I don't have a lot of sex is because I'm pretty sure my snatch is broken. Like, I should have, like, a warning on the front of it. You know, like that rusty door from The Walking Dead that has don't open dead inside, like, sloppily painted on it in black? So, okay, what I mean by broken is that I have a really hard time getting excited. Like, okay, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it, but um, if a guy goes to stick his hand down my pants, it would be like rolling a rubber band ball around in your hand, and your hand has like a latex glove on it. It's like if you went down the water slide naked, but there was no water on the water slide or like trying to slide across a rubber mat in a scuba diving suit like basically what i'm trying to say is my cooch is more dry than a conversation at a church barbecue so when a guy tries putting his hand down my pants it sounds like a high school basketball game you know with the sounds of sneakers squeaking off the gym floor like 
And I get extremely jealous of women whose lady juices just come flowing out of them like middle-aged women out the yoga studio. And I'm over here like, yeah, anyone got some WD-40, you know, for my Tin Man vagina here? Anyone? Anyone? And guys are usually really nice about the situation by not mentioning it. Um, And, like, usually they'll try their best at using their saliva, which is why I always offer my dates ample amount of lemonade. But one mortifying incident really sticks out in my mind. Um, I was seeing this guy, and we were driving home from visiting some friends out in the county. So it's dark, and I'm driving down a road I've never been on. And he turns to me and says, Want roadhead? Um... Like, okay, here's the thing. I'm usually always down for a fun adventure, but first, let's look at the safety aspect of this. Okay, now seeing as I'm 26, going on 87, I have a difficult time seeing in the dark, and I'm driving down an unfamiliar road, trying to find where I need to turn, so you sticking your face in my crotch is probably only going to be another obstacle in my path of finding my way home. Also, let's look at this logistically. I'm only a few inches away from guest starring on Little People Big World. Like, I'm pretty short, and I need to sit rather close to the steering wheel, so there's barely any room to fit my road burgers, let alone your fucking face. So no, I would not like for you to give me a road head. In fact, I'd actually really hate for you to give me a road head right now. And why are you even calling it road head? I mean, I don't have a dick, like, despite popular opinion. Is there even a female equivalent to road head? probably not so i'm just gonna make one up um flying carpet female roadhead is now referred to as flying carpet feel free to use that but not on dark roads please so upon me declining the flying carpet he decides you know to give it a go anyway and i mean you know the no means no slogan is so 90s self-defense class am i right ladies so all of a sudden my pants are around my ankles as i'm trying to drive and he's trying to stuff his face down into my box and at this point on a scale of one to ten one being not tonight i have a headache and ten being like anal all right i was at about a negative seven um i was making faces like I've just smelled a sulfuric fart at an all-you-can-eat buffet and I'm not sure how those two things really relate but it just sounds like something really gross that you just wouldn't want at a buffet so I'm of course dry as a hangover booger and then he removes his face from my snatch turns down the heat and says better turn the heat down you're drying up down there wow yep that's really gonna solve the problem at hand here Better turn down the heat. You're drying up down there. Bingo! There it is. Open the floodgates. Quick, build a city dam. Get the bounty paper towels out and slap on those water wings because that's really going to get me wet and wild, baby. No, I was horribly embarrassed by this, and it made me rethink like my entire life direction. However, I didn't want to seem like a prude, so we pulled over into a school parking lot in the next town over, and we totally boned, and it was everything I imagined it would be, uncomfortable and awkward. So yeah, dry vagina, big problem. Bigger problem, the fact that I have some sort of delayed girl jizz disease. I'm not sure if it's an actual disease, but it's so annoying and uncomfortable that, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and proclaim it as a disease. So let's call it DJD, delayed jizz disease. 
and affects approximately one in every seven billion people. So no, mainly just me. I haven't heard of anyone else having this problem. And when I try to talk to my friends about it, they just flap their arms up and down and throw up in their mouths and tell me to leave their home. So basically, when it happens, um, so I orgasm, and and by when I mean if I have about a good forty five minutes to an hour before the resulting lady juices start flowing out. Sometimes when I try telling this to people, they're like, "Yeah, right. I don't believe you." But what they really mean is like, "Prove it by letting me inside you." So, yeah, it's super inconvenient because I don't always have an hour after climaxing to hover over my toilet and wait. Like sometimes I gotta go out shopping or I gotta go to work when all of a sudden Hurricane Katrina wreaks havoc upon my underpants, and I feel like when you know you go over to your friend's house for a pool party, but you forget to bring an extra pair of underwear to. Change into after swimming, so you have to walk around in your wet bathing suit bottoms all night, and it soaks through onto your jean shorts, gives you an awkward rash that looks sort of like a threatening but curable STD. It's super irritating to walk around like that, and like you feel like people can tell your sex slime is dripping out of you, even though they can't. But for some reason, you feel like they're judging you, and they think you're disgusting. Sometimes my friends ask me if this is why I never stay for cuddling or like a sleepover after having sex with someone, and I always assure them that that's not the main reason, and that it's obviously due to the fact that I'm incapable of having an emotional attachment to people, and I'd much rather wake up next to my dog that reeks of worms and shit than have to suffer through the sheer awkwardness of having someone I slept with see me in the light, and then actually having to like converse with them. Dear God, I'll pass on that. Maybe it's that sort of attitude that I have towards people that has resulted in me not having sex for like a really, really, really long time. Like the last guy I slept with, maybe you know him. His name was William William Shakespeare, artist guy, goofy mustache, wrote shit. No, no, but for real, the last guy I slept with was an ex. Um, We had already broken up at this point, but I had left my glasses at his house, and when I went to go get them, he fed me beers, and he took out his rabbit, and I mean, like, that's not a penis metaphor. He actually has a super cute rabbit, so here I am, all cut up in the ambience of the booze and the furry critters when he kisses me, and I knew the night was gonna head in this direction, so I shaved my box just in case, but I wasn't sure if I was really down for this, so I had to excuse myself to you know mull things over with my vagina, weigh out the pros and cons before we decided like if we were all in. So the conversation went something like, all right, vagina, what are we doing? I mean, my heart doesn't give a shit. My head's telling me to jump out this fucking window here, but I need your input too. You're, you're part of this team as well. Well, like, it's just, like, it's been a while. Let's be realistic, Charles. Like, when will we ever have this opportunity again, you know? Like, yeah, I know. It's just, like, I don't want him to get attached, though. Like, are you going to at least get wet? Honestly, Charles, like, probably not. But he's been to my place before, and he knows it's no Great Wolf Lodge. So are, are we doing this? Or, yeah, girl, like, let's just fucking do it. Like, we both look good tonight. Aw, vagina. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, let's get back out there and, like, you know, before he thinks we're taking a shit in here. Love you, girl. Love you, too. Then I low-fived her, went back out there, had some mediocre sex, waited for him to fall asleep, grabbed my glasses, and headed the fuck home. Never looked back or gotten laid since. 
<clears throat> so I'm going to try and stop worrying about getting some dick, though. I'm just going to relax, though. You know, like, just do me. I've I've turned some popular inspirational quotes into versions of more relatable, um, ones that are more relatable to me in order to keep a positive attitude about my lack of penile action. So here's a few. A watch pot never boils. A watch snatch never gets stick. Good things will come to those who wait. Big dicks come on those who wait. You can't hurry love, no, you'll just have to wait. You can't hurry cock, no, you'll just have to masturbate. And the greatest thing you will ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. The greatest thing you will ever learn is just to be really wicked good at blowjobbing and receive mind-blowing foreplay in return. So I find these really like inspiring, so feel free to use them if you find yourself in a similar rut. But also remember, it could be worse. You could have delayed just disease. So I'm Chelsea Grace, here to make you feel better about yourself, one Chelsea Disgrace problem at a time. And remember to send me some fan mail at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com in order to make me feel better. Also, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea Disgrace. Bye! No For real, man, I feel like that isn't too far-fetched, except I don't think my vagina would actually... (laughs) Stop! (laughs) I was doing so... Like, I was, like, on the verge the whole time.